Hello and welcome to the Rondaware podcast. My name is Richard, one of the co-founders at Rondaware, and today I am incredibly lucky to speak to someone we talk a lot about in the office because we admire her so much, um, Marvellous Mimi. Uh, hello, Mimi. Hi, Richard. Nice to <laughs> you. Is that a nice little introduction. It wasn't too marvellous, honestly. I like that. <laughs> yeah, it's very well. We're, we're always in the office and, you know, you always come up with the incredible things that you get up to. Love following what you're doing. And obviously, um, for us at the minute, I mean, you know, love to talk to you about this incredible challenge that you're taking on. Um, so... Uh, in a nutshell, Mimi is going to run across America, starting from the 7th of September. Um, Mimi, why? And um, <laughs> obviously, you've done some incredible things, but this is, I mean, this is super hard. What made you want to do it? Well, I sort of, in two, I think it was 2011, I followed um, a friend of mine who ran across America in, a, in an actual race. Yeah. And doing, you know, 30 to 50 miles every single day. And there was something that I just thought was so amazing to start off on the West Coast and then finish on the East Coast. And it just, you know, and you look at the map. I mean, I've got the map in front of me now with my route on it. And it's massive. It's huge. <laughs> it is. It is huge. I, we've been looking at it. What's the actual mileage then that you're going to be covering for everybody um, at home? is uh, 2,850 odd miles. Wow. And, and you're not just trying to get through it, right? You're trying to break records. I am. I'm trying to go for the female record, which currently stands at 69 days and two hours. Okay. It was set by a South African lady called Mavis Hutchinson, who now must be, I think she must be in her 80s. Wow. So, you know, back then, it was such a different... Um, completely different ball game. You know, they didn't have Google Maps and things. So um, I don't think really you can compare the races or the runs now because, you know, we have, in theory, much more advanced sort of... We can plan it much better. Well, um, you, I think you're playing it down. It's, it's still an incredible uh, distance, an incredible journey. Um, how many miles is that a day then? What are, what are you looking at? What's the average sort of daily rate? About 50. I'd like to do it in about 53 days. So it's about 53 miles a day. Wow. 53 miles a day for 53 days. I know. I mean, I, we just spoke before we uh, we started the podcast, didn't we, about your training at the minute. And um, I think you just received a, a bit of your training program and had to have a sit down. I have. Well, you know, my, um, my coach is, uh, he's a great guy called Ray. Um, he lives in um, in Canada, so every sort of four weeks he gives me a program. So for the next three weeks, I think it is, I've got to do three back-to-back 50k runs. And you know, because I've had because I had knee surgery in August last year, so yeah. you know, I will probably be doing my training slightly different to other people. I don't know, um, but my knee is fine. So I'm doing 50k, three of those back-to-back. Um, I then am doing two other sessions, which are just hilly sessions. So I've got to go out for two hours and just run up and down hills, basically. So it's not hill reps, but it's just choosing a nice hilly route. Yeah. Um, so and then after that, it will then increase again. Wow. So sort of stepping it up every what every four weeks is that the the idea? Is that yeah? Been, every, every three to four weeks. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. And and how have you found it so far? I mean, you obviously body's coping well with it. Yeah, the body is coping well. I'm sort of I've lost a, a bit of weight. My husband sort of complained that I was looking too thin. Why right. do he does that? So you pay no attention to. Him. <laughs> Um, and actually, you know, and I have been eating, but it has been a struggle on my longer runs to actually eat and, you know, run at the same time. So that's now sort of improved. I've got some great stuff now that I'm, I'm sort of eating. So I'm much okay. better at that now. So hopefully the weight will not go down anymore. And you've got a support team um, over in the US when you go and run, I, I, I assume. I, I think Jenny's involved, right? Is that? Yeah, Jenny yeah. is my... Jenny Davis. Uh, this yep she's my crew so she's been doing a fantastic job but she's actually out in texas at the moment yes we sort of chat every you know couple of weeks or so we catch up with each other and my other crew are all coming actually from the uk um, okay which is you know again coming from the uk and doing these types of things is quite expensive you know because you've got flights to pay for you can pay for food and rvs and cars and all that sort of jazz so I have been quite lucky in that I've got sponsorship, so flights obviously have been paid for. Yeah. Uh, I did have to have a sit down where I booked, I booked 10 flights. Wow. <laughs> and I mean, they're not all coming out at once because they all have to come out in stages, and I booked all 10 flights, and um, I did have to have a sit down with a glass of wine, actually. It has to be said, I was in a bit of a stage spending all that money. Um, but you go and smash that world record. I think everybody will appreciate it and, and love it, right? So, I hope so. Yes. If I get, I tell you, if I get to uh, New York, when I get to New York, I will be totally overwhelmed and emotional. I always oh, cry. We yeah. can't wait to, for that to happen and see see it all unfold. Did you uh, did you grow up running, Mimi? Was it was it always part of your life? No, absolutely not at all. I um I was more of a I suppose a team player at school, so I played hockey and netball and rounders and that sort of thing. And at my school, I went to a school in West Sussex, they didn't do athletics at all. So I think I left in 1980, and that September they introduced athletics. That's wow. fair, actually, isn't it? So, yeah, that's the dark ages for you. Yeah. <laughs> but, where, where did, when did you get sort of bitten by the running bug then? When I was 36. Um, I tried it when I was about 16. I decided I, when I had my eating disorder that I needed to lose a bit more weight. So I took up running and I did yeah. one circuit around my school and a milk float went up the hill faster than I did. <laughs> um, that's it. I am so not running. Um, I hated it. Absolutely hated it. So, wow. Um, yeah. But then, so 36, I mean, you know, it's... it's it... It's super right. inspiring, right, to people because there's maybe people listening to this that think, oh, well, you know, I, I wasn't hugely athletic and, you know, you're doing these incredible things, but you're sort of testament to you can really go and get into it later on, right? Yeah, I think, you know, sport is that there is no age restriction at all. Exactly. This is one of the things that I want to show people because when you get to sort of, I'm 55 in, in a few weeks' time. Yeah. And, um, God, nearly 60, Anyway, 55. And, you know, the population of sort of 55-year-olds and above, you know, they're, most of them don't do, I think it's something like 42% of 55 and above don't do any form of sport. So they don't raise their heart rate at least once a day. Mm. Um, and you just think, you know, the benefits of 
sport and it doesn't have to be running, it can be going out for a walk or whatever. But they, it just makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so I think, you know, what I want to show people is that actually there is no restriction on how good you can be. Yeah, well, you're cer- certainly doing that. I mean, you've competed, you know, in, in incredible race all the world, like, Badwater, the Comrades, the Marathon de Saabs, uh, uh, everything. Um, yeah. What's been your favourite race so far? Oh, that's so difficult because they're all, they're all very special because they, you know, one of the reasons I choose races is, A, because they're iconic, you know, like the Spartathlon or Badwater, mm. but also I like them because of their sort of location. So I think in terms of locations i did one in the arctic 6633 loved it yeah absolutely love that and i also like um, i did one in, in the peruvian jungle you know i always wanted to go there so i guess it's, it's the ones that are a little bit different a little bit unique yeah. that makes it even more special and also because you're running you you see it from a completely different um, angle, you know, you're seeing things that most people would never ever get to see, and you know, lying in a hammock under a tree and being eaten by bugs and really drowning in a river, or you know, it doesn't matter what it is, but it's sort of, it's not scary because you don't think about it. It's it, it, you deal with any situation that comes up, you deal with at that moment in time. So I never think about the scary bits beforehand, really. Yeah, no, it's. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, good. <laughs> well, you've got to love it if you're going to be running across America, right? It's uh, you've got to you've got to enjoy it a lot because, like I say, 53 days, 53 miles a day. I mean, that's just it's just incredible. Um, for people that are maybe not you know thinking that far ahead and, and undertaking their first ultra, to someone as experienced as you, what what are some of your tips that you you give to people? Well, I always think, uh, you know, going for your first ultra, it's, you know, go for something like a 50k, um, you know, it's just over the marathon distance, but, you know, choose one perhaps that's close to home so that you get more support from your family and friends. Yeah. Um, go and train with some, you know, perhaps go do it with a friend, so if a friend's done a marathon, you know, so come on, let's go and do this together, you can train together for motivation when it's pouring with rain or snowing. Exactly. Um, Right, you know, but it's got to be fun. Yeah. Um, you know, your first one, don't worry about the times. Don't think about, you know, oh, I've got to do it at such and such time. You know, just go out and, and enjoy it. And from that, you can then build and build your pace and build your speed. And then you can work at times. No, it makes sense. It's, you know, You've got to go and enjoy it, haven't you? You've got to you've got to do it with a smile on your face and and not put yourself under pressure. Um, that's definitely something bit of advice that we always give. I mean, obviously at Runderwear, a lot a lot of people that are are really utilising Runderwear to for its purpose are, are people that are running a long way and, and want to stay chay free. So they you know they we do talk to them and they do ask us our tips and the guys in the office here have, have done ultras and, and that's the first thing that they always say as well is is aim to finish with a smile on your face yes you know and sort of I mean I always again if I'll say to some of my coaching clients I'll sort of say that you know you know that you're going to be running 50k or 100k whatever it might be but you know don't go out there and think about the distance take one checkpoint at a time get yeah. to that point shove it over your shoulder and move on to the next one so each one is like a mini training one really yeah manageable goals along the way and then you get ah. that end result yeah, makes sense. 
um, yeah, I think I think I think it's yeah, like you say, fun, enjoying it, and, and not putting yourself under pressure. And and I think that's probably something that a lot of people find they do end up doing, isn't it? They just they just put too much pressure on themselves. Yeah, and some people are naturally competitive. You know, there are some people who will do a huge amount of racing, and for them, they like to put themselves under pressure. And, you know, it, it, that's all part of what they do. And for other people, it's just literally participating and, and, you know, meeting up with friends, running with people, meeting new people. You know, the ultra running world is, oh, it's just fantastic. I mean, it really is. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a really strong, lovely community, isn't it? That's I'm very supportive. And that, that's what's so lovely about it is, is the support you get. You know, you're having a bad day or you do something or, you know, well, you know, perhaps you might be feeling sorry for yourself, and you know, either somebody will say, "Forget it, sit you pull yourself together," or you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, get a group hug, and you know, it just makes you feel better. So, well, you're all in it together, aren't you? You're, it doesn't matter how fast you're running; you're all running 50k or 100k or whatever it is. You're doing the same amount of distance. Yeah, it's just some people will get there faster than others. You see, yeah. so now that I'm a bit of an old bag, it's great actually because I'm watching the youngsters and I'm sort of you know, thinking, "I'm that fast now." And they're looking at you and then getting inspired. So, you know, works both ways, right? Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> uh, What do you never leave the house for a run without, Mimi? Ooh, my buff, actually, funnily enough. Yeah? But I don't always run with music, but I always have a buff. So whether that's around my head or when it's really, really hot, I soak it and I put it around my wrist um, because it keeps me cool. And I put, might have another one in a, in a sort of a, I don't know, pocket or something to sort of wipe away the sort of sweat from my face or whatever. So that, I've always got a buff with me. Nice. Uh, or shine. Good stuff. Um, on, on going back to this run across America, um, you, can, you can find all about uh, Mimi and what she's doing and, and follow her blog um, at marvelousmimi.com. Uh, and, you, and, and equally find Mimi across all the social media platforms, right? Yeah, no, I'm, sadly I'm on all of them, yes. <laughs> no, it's good. And uh, people, you know, I, I suppose when you do this race, it, there's going to be sort of daily updates um, being fed back to, to the website or to your um, social media feeds. Yes, and we haven't quite worked out how it's going to work yet, but basically there is a, uh, there will be a Run Across America website, which is in the process of being done. Yeah moment by uh, this fantastic guy so he's doing that and there will be a tracker on that so I will have a tracker with me so people can follow my progress and then my crew I basically said to my crew you know this journey isn't just about me running across America it's also about you know it's about them too because without them I couldn't do this run so I want them to to be you know taking silly photographs doing posts about themselves as well and how they're coping with with the actual um you know race as well yeah and we're, we're obviously going to share it from our end at Runderwear to all of um our Runderwearers and all the people that follow us uh, online and and through our um newsletter through through our all our subscribers as well so we're going to keep everybody updated on the progress and and how it's going but I wonder, Mimi, is there anything you're particularly looking forward to seeing on the way? Are there, are there special pit stops along the route? Or is it, you know, sort of some of it, I, I assume some of it's going to be middle of nowhere, but are there any particular special things that you're looking forward to seeing? Well, I think really it's, it's about meeting the sort of people. I, think, yeah. really, I mean, I was lucky enough to um, be able to drive across America 
to look at the route, um, which thank goodness we did actually, because we had to change some in, on the west side. But right. and you do meet some very interesting um, people. We met a, a farmer in Colorado who was very funny. And uh, anyway, I can't I can't put on the podcast like <laughs> he was very funny. And you meet this is the Amish community. Um, you know, Colorado is beautiful, so I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, you then get to Kansas, and you then got a quite a sort of a flat middle section of, of America. But again, it's still very beautiful. It is an extraordinary country. So, and you're going to see it all. Like you're going to see literally every different part of life and, and landscape that the U.S. offers. Exactly, and you so. You know, I was saying to my coach, I get really bored of going out because I can't afford to get into the car, drive half an hour, 20 minutes or whatever it might be to then start a 50K run to then come home. So I tend to run from the house and I have lots of different sort of routes that I sort of do. But it does get boring because you know what is around every single corner and you, you know, and so that becomes rather tedious and you dread going out for yet another run. Yeah. You know, I get them done, I do them, but it is, the motivation sometimes is quite difficult. And if you're on your own and and all that sort of thing. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. But in America, yes, it's still going to be difficult because, you know, day after day after day doing such high mileage, you know, I'm going to wake up some mornings and tell my crew, go away, I don't want to get up today. Hitting that snooze alarm. (laughs) Well, I'm not going to be allowed to do that. They will (laughs) drag me out of bed. Exactly. That's the things that they have to do. But every single day will be different. The scenery will be different. The people yeah. hopefully come and run with me will be different. You know, so the whole thing is going to be different. Well, it sounds absolutely amazing. We cannot wait to, you know, follow the progress and keep everybody updated about how it's going. And, and we'd love um, to get you on the podcast at the end when you are... Uh, emotional and happy and you finish the race and you're in in new york and and you uh you can talk to us again about you know how it was and and how you felt and and uh hopefully we'll be celebrating with you yeah no would that be fantastic love to do that and you know and your support has been amazing so thank you again well we think you are amazing um so just a reminder guys you want to find out about this uh you go to www marvelousmimi.com or you can find Mimi uh, Marvelous Mimi across all of the social platforms she would I'm sure love your support um, and your best wishes and would love for you to follow follow her journey uh, as she tries to break this record to, to run across America so thank you so much Mimi for your time oh that's a pleasure I don't uh, want to keep you I know you've got lots of running to do yeah I have great <laughs> I'm actually playing golf this afternoon, so I've done my running, so I'm playing golf, but don't tell anybody. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay, nice. Well, already done for the day. I like it. Yeah. Cool. Well, look, you take care, and we'll speak to you very soon. We will. Thank you very much, Richard. That's really kind of you. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye.